Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hey there, welcome back. This is going to be for Galatians chapter 1. So in, so uh, now that we're starting a new book, I'm going to give you a little bit of a background on this uh, epistle from Paul to the Galatians. First of all, the audience. It's unclear whether Paul was addressing the saints in the southern region of the northern region of Greece or of Galatia. Paul had baptized and organized the southern saints during his first missionary journey and the northern saints during his second missionary journey. If Paul wrote the book of Galatians to the southern saints, he may have written it as early as A.D. 48. However, similarities between the organization and style of this book and the book of Romans favor the conclusion that it was written during his third missionary journey around A.D. 57. The theme of Galatians is that Paul was alarmed when he learned that false teachings were creeping into the lives of his Galatian converts. Many had rejected the teachings of the atonement and reverted to to following the law of Moses. Paul wrote to urge the saints to return to the higher law of the gospel. He taught that works alone are not sufficient for salvation, but that we must rely on our Savior Jesus Christ. Alrighty, uh, let me read the heading first. Preachers of false gospels are accursed. Paul received the gospel by revelation. He believes, is taught, and preaches to the Gentiles. The major message of the letter to the Galatians centers around the relationship of the law of Moses to the gospel and the importance of living so that one is worthy to, to receive the blessings that come from obedience to gospel covenants. Alrighty, verse 1. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither of man, but by Jesus Christ, and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia, grace be to you, and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, notice that the the grace to you is a Greek salutation, and peace is a Hebrew salutation. So this is to both groups of people. Verse 4, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from the present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Certain Christian Jews, which were known as Judaizers, had followed Paul and Barnabas to the area of the Galatian branches and had begun to counteract their efforts with the Gentiles by persuading these converts that they must keep the law of Moses and be circumcised. The result was disastrous to the new and growing church, for apostasy from the pure and unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ began to set in. That was by George Horton. Verse 7, which is not another, but there, there, the, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now please men or God, or do I seek to please men? If For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Again, he's giving his credentials to the saints here in, in Galatia. But I certify you, or declare, or make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it by 
but by the, by the revelation of Jesus Christ. For ye have heard of my conversation in time past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it, and profited in the Jews' religion above, above many my equals, in mine own nation being more exceedingly zealous to the, of the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the, among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again into, unto Damascus. Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him fifteen days. But other of the apostles saw I none, save James the Lord's brother. Now the things which I write unto you, behold, before God I lie not. Afterwards I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and was known by the face or by face unto the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. In other words, he visited them. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preacheth the faith which once he destroyed, and they glorified God on account of me. So Paul has given, first of all, his credentials here to the people so that they recognize that uh, he's a, a real Christian. He's uh, an apostle with authority to teach them. Anyway, that's the end of chapter 1. We'll see you next time. Bye.